by negotiating, you are you're not trying to make a win lose or a lose win. You 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 are trying to make yourself win and them win. Um, in the employer role, you get more money. They get a good employee. Mm-hmm. Um, in a proposal role, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Eli Libby, and I'm joined with my co-host today, Clint Payne, and we are super excited to be back in the podcast studio. And coming into the uh, the end of the year and start of the new year. So, how are we doing, Clint? I'm good. Good, good, man. Yeah. Well, this will be good. If you have not already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast networks, as well as jump into uh, Instagram, follow us at biz.bros for any updates that we're pushing. And always feel free to reach out to us, either direct message us on Instagram or feel free to shoot us an email at contact at resultsimagery.com. So let's jump into the podcast. What are we talking about today, Clint? Negotiation in all, in all areas of life. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So today we want to go over some things that we've seen in the industry, um, some best tips, some good practices of, of how to negotiate the time to do to, to actually negotiate and just overall, like I said, best practices and not trying to come off as that, slimy salesman so when you know the times that you guys are in and what we've been in and times where you kind of are negotiating are obviously when you're getting a deal or when you're when you're trying to strike a deal or uh, land a proposal negotiating yeah, job exactly like you, a job offer yep job offers yep exactly compensation is mm-hmm. a, a really good one um you always want to go into it with a lot of confidence i always feel like you go into it with um I mean, regardless of when, when you go into a job offer, I think it can get as granule as like the way that you dress, like the way that you dress coming in um, makes you feel better about yourself, thus giving you more confidence. Um, you look sharp, you feel confident to say, hey, I want this number and you really won't back down from that. So I think that's a great way to kick it off. I think mm-hmm. job offers is a, a great thing. A lot of people are out there hustling every day and they want you want a certain compensation in your salary. Or maybe you want to negotiate some equity in there. Hey, maybe they're not going to give you that full um, compensation you're looking for. But hey, you know, on the back end, trying to grab some equity in the company. There's a bunch of different ways to do it. But mm-hmm. it, I think it, I really think it roots from confidence. Oh, yeah. 100%. I actually saw, I don't know if you, we have a lot of the same LinkedIn connections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was somebody who, a um, little story here before we lead in. Um, there was somebody on LinkedIn who posted their their actual resume mm-hmm. to to Spotify, um, and it was basically a to Spotify, yeah, huh. to Spotify, oh, okay. and it was like a mess, like a post that said, "Here's a story, here's the background." Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a job with Spotify. I've sent in my application, okay. and um, I, I've tried to get in contact with them. And it's like a little miniature story, mm-hmm. and then below that, it is literally a Photoshop file mm. that looks like a Spotify playlist. Um, and it's her, and it's like her resume. Hmm. So somebody literally, she went inside Photoshop and she's like, Oh, I put, I spent like an hour. It had been shared like thousands of times. Yeah. So point being said, I think creativity, um, to differentiate how you approach an employer gives you that better opportunity to negotiate Mm -hmm. in the first place. Cause I think if you present your creativity that I created my resume off of like the visual, like user interface of Spotify, um, and then I brought that to you that shows that you're being different. That might be a little bit easier to negotiate. Hey, I'd 
rather get hired today rather than like your next round of, mm-hmm. of hires mm-hmm. or obviously financially people obviously want to make more money um maybe if she's trying to get a job like in the design world she was able to replicate spotify's thing in, in, in like an hour who knows like that mm-hmm. could land her a job yeah so that was like <clears throat> it was definitely very recent um yeah, like that's something you would do today not 10 years ago yeah yeah because yeah. like the competition wasn't as bad and there wasn't as many hurdles mm-hmm. um whereas today like it's just so like you're you're kind of in competition yeah with an algorithm like mm-hmm. going through your resume like oh yeah. reading it or whatever um mm-hmm. yeah that's cool yeah, yeah that's that's super that's a great yeah great little tidbit um yeah so i, I um negotiating in the, in the in the employer world like we just talked about um another another spot that i was kind of thinking about is um negotiating to get a deal so you're working with somebody mm-hmm. um, or a partner for example when you guys are working out some type of a contract huge negotiations go back and forth um and usually that happens before anything is set in stone and actually moved forward on so um some best uh, practices here i think are to meet in kind of a neutral spot i think when you meet in somebody's home field advantage, you know, you're meeting at their office, they kind of have maybe that dominance over you in a way. It's not really dominance, but they do kind of have that home field advantage. So if you meet somewhere very neutral to, you know, hash out the details, I think that's a really good kind of pro tip to negotiate is I've always kind of thought about that. But um, the flip side of that, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think that if you negotiate it sometimes it actually shows uh, a little bit more confidence in the eyes of the employer that you're not willing to just take some bottom line salary when they were really had a little bit of a padding to get you up to, mm-hmm. you know, $20,000 more and they were expecting you to negotiate mm-hmm. um, and you don't negotiate. It kind of looks bad on your part. So by, I, by adding in, by adding <laughs> realistically, like, I mean, 12 months in a year, yeah, $20,000 more per year, mm-hmm. really not that much. Yeah. And I think if, the employer is presented a negotiation. Yeah, they're more eager to have a conversation longer. Mm-hmm. And we all know that the longer you talk to somebody, yeah. the longer you spend with them. <clears throat> That's negotiation, like one hundred and one. Like if you can spend more time with a person, they're more likely to work with you mm-hmm. or employ you. Um, because there's been a relationship that's been developed. Yeah. Rather than like that car salesman. Yeah, exactly. You know, I walk up to the the car. Hey, I'm just here to look. Uh huh. Oh well, <clears throat> let me show you all these all these other cars. Yeah. No, I really only want to see this one. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yep. yeah, don't even get me started on cars. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep. So we 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 jumped into the the employer side a mm-hmm. little bit there again, but um, and it relates both ways. But when you're working a deal, you're you're trying to lock in a monthly retainer or something. Um, you know, they could have a higher number, but they're kind of expecting you, and they actually appreciate when you negotiate back, obviously not mm-hmm. some outrageous number, like, Oh, I'm expecting 50 grand more than you offered. Yeah. But if you can come back or at least come at them with a different angle, like, you know, I think I can bring this to the table. Hence why I believe I should be compensated this. And if, if not that, then I would like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, you kind of have to call these audibles when you're, when you're in these negotiation rooms going back and forth and hopefully you have, some ammo you can kind of, you know, go through and, and grab a couple of different cards and start playing them. Mm-hmm. What do you think about restaurants and like the, what is, mm-hmm. what's like the right. So I've always heard this thing and it's, I don't know who told me, mm-hmm. 
It was recent. Yeah. <clears throat> Who was it? Somebody. Anyways, sushi is the best place to close a deal, mm. like restaurant wise. Mm. Like if you've been if you've been either brought out to sushi for to close a deal. That. It's cool. Yeah. Mm. So I would say that you know, if there if I wonder if there's like a specific type of food. Like if you can pick that out of somebody and you offer, hey, let's just go let's go have lunch. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's like such a good entry point to a have a good meal, yeah, get lunch or get dinner, have breakfast. I think dinner is too formal. I would I think lunchtime is yeah. more yep. informal. It's not as pressured. Yep. But by you know introducing somebody like over a meal and having mm-hmm. a conversation with them, interacting with each other, talking about family, different things, like <clears throat> you are more likely to get a stronger like baseline relationship yep. with somebody. Totally. I don't know. I, I would say sushi. Yep. Sushi might be my pick. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder sushi what, or Italian. what the stats are behind that. Yeah. I wonder if it's like um yeah, I don't know what the I don't know why that would be. I feel like a super messy food would not be what you'd want to do. You know, like pizza. <laughs> pizza or like ribs or something or I mean I don't I don't know. Dickie's barbecue. Know. Yeah, exactly. So um what about negotiating <clears throat> um in um i'm sorry in the in the sense of uh you know working out different like job responsibilities i, mm. I think when i when i think about that or even like in a proposal mm-hmm. um you know, who's going to do what and that's also like it's not only like a monetary value but also comes back to requirements and different d- job descriptions like you know w- what do you think in that sense like about mm-hmm. the actual description of your job and negotiating back and forth with somebody yeah um you know bringing i think bringing in like a a mature mm-hmm. employee yeah so, so long longevity with the company and then you bring in like uh the intern from from the local community college or maybe somebody who came said hey i'm really trying to do this as my career yeah um i'd love to work for you you know and what can i do to help i always think that i mean in my experience i think coming coming with a solution rather than trying to force somebody mm-hmm. to have a solution totally. to a problem that they maybe don't want to deal with because they're too busy with, you know, P and L and yeah, yeah, yeah. putting out fires and whatnot. Um, I think bringing responsibilities to your employer to negotiate either um, taking on more work for a short time and seeing how it flows mm-hmm. or <clears throat> bringing in like different people to the room to say hey there's some like friction going on um you know we're all three like kind of doing the same thing is there a way that we can offload a little bit and then uh make our jobs more focused or so that we can get better at this one thing or these five things Mm -hmm. as individuals to then you know six months down the road hey i'd love to talk about we did that um it's a lot more responsibility is there an opportunity for whatever yeah you know an increase in pay yep uh, more time off i mean i i do think negotiating more time off for those who are employed is actually a really good tactic mm-hmm. because i think everybody needs work-life balance oh, so. yeah. i don't know yeah that's cool yeah that's super yeah it's fascinating <clears throat> um i think i think how we want to like spin it up to, uh, to fi- finish the podcast off i think it's just overall like tactics when you're negotiating and not to be not to be like the big dog mm-hmm. to come in and be very like level-headed suit and tie like, yeah exactly you don't want yeah you yeah. don't want to be the slimy sales guy that's just trying to like wiggle any part of the deal out but you also want to give 
I feel like you want to be empathetic towards the other side. Mm-hmm. Try to work with them. Try to make something that is a win-win. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, what we're all trying to do is you're trying to make a win-win situation. By negotiating, you are you're not trying to make a win-lose or a lose-win. You 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 are trying to make yourself win and mm-hmm. them win. Um, in the employer role, you get more money. They get a good employee. Mm-hmm. Um, in a proposal role, uh, you guys establish and it wins on um, the the contractor getting the amount of money that they want mm-hmm. and the actual customer you know, making that you know, X amount of ROI mm-hmm. because of that service provider. So it's always a win-win, but yeah. everybody, everybody, when you're go- negotiating, everybody has to go into that mindset that um, you want to win, but you also want to make the person you're working with win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the, I think the worst thing in life. Yeah. The worst thing that you can do is close mm-hmm. a deal and then they only accepted the deal because like you were so like you were so slimy so and you harsh. pitched them all yeah. the stuff they didn't need. Like if you're a service based company, mm-hmm. you pitch them all the stuff you didn't need, you then become reliant on that income. They just did it just to because they had the cash flow, they were gonna do it anyways, but they didn't want to spend the time negotiating. They work with you for two months and then they're then you're gone. Yep. Exactly. So I think yeah, not negotiating correctly can be horrible for both for yeah. both parties um tip on that though understanding them to their max like understanding as much as you can without mm-hmm. spending years with them you know or months um yep. i've been a part of deals that have taken honestly six months yeah to build like and it wasn't just a relationship building mm-hmm. it was like actually figuring out a deal yeah um so i think the more you understand <clears throat> Kind of like what, like what we do, yeah, yeah. And results imagery, um, we do a lot of understanding of like the actual client and the actual brand and their voice and their creative mm-hmm. kind of voice that they have on social media and whatnot um, to truly understand them before we come and like sell them. Hey, you're gonna, yeah, you need, you need exactly. a brand documentary that. video yep. or you need a video of you, but maybe it's somebody who says, hey, I'm actually never gonna be able to talk on camera. Yeah. Exactly. So, things like that. Yeah. Understanding yeah. the person you're working with. Yep. I think that just gives you leverage. I mean, it mm-hmm. comes back to sales too. Like, oh yeah. The more you understand, build rapport, you kind of have and create that leverage. Same thing with negotiating. Um, know the person that you're working with or negotiating with. Know just a little bit of background about that mm-hmm. and always come out with a win win mentality. Yeah. So <laughs> love that. Anything else you want to wrap that? Are we good? I think, yeah. Okay. I'm, I think I'm happy with that. I think yeah. a, a quick tip for anybody, and I think you should, we mm-hmm. should both come up. Yeah. Tip. Okay. Cool. Go for it. Quick tip for anybody whom you maybe haven't tried it in the past. Start, I think, with a cup of coffee or start with a basic conversation with mm-hmm. anybody, um, <clears throat> even if it's asking them how they're doing. If you start any sort of relationship with a, with such a harsh you know yeah. ask yeah, you know no, kind of back to right the whole give give yep, yep, yep. give give then ask gary uh-huh. vaynerchuk everybody uses that now but yeah it is very true um and he i don't think he would say it if it wasn't true uh-huh. so start with something it doesn't have to be you giving them something for free but i think giving some sort of empathetic yep. conversation yeah starter or, or meeting boom yep yeah. that's tip of the day uh i would probably say just listen yep. um when you listen, you can learn a lot from them. So they're saying something back to you. You fire out with a number and you need to listen of what their response and not only their like verbal response, but their body language. Mm-hmm. Listen in every different way 
and then use that as ammo to, to come back and use that as leverage to um, to move forward, move mm-hmm. the negotiations forward. So just listen, not only from, like I said, the, the negotiation part, but like Clint said, the rapport side. Make sure to listen um, and, and really, you know, if you're, if you're talking about their family, try to remember that, try to, you know, actively listen and, and come back on the next meeting and ask about that, touch on that. That's more of a sales thing, but um, I think just listening in general, yeah. huge tip. So, well, we appreciate you guys listening to the Biz Bros podcast. That will conclude today's episode. And like I said, if you have not already, make sure to subscribe on any major platform, um, podcast platform. And if you have any questions, please just reach out to us. We're, we're pretty easy, chill guys, and love to uh, help. So have a great day, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.